Hey friends, you're listening to Living For It, a passion podcast about daily life, tips and tricks, and life as a photographer. I'm your host, Sarah Johnson, a wedding photographer with a bachelor's degree, an obsession with my Birkenstocks, and a passion for creating something bigger than myself. Hey friend, you're listening to episode 14 of Living For It, and I'm sure you're wondering where the heck I was last week. So if you were, and you were missing an episode wondering why I didn't post on Monday, it was because of this. So during the busy season for most photographers, it's the fall and the fall is like crazy. So everyone wants senior portraits and engagement shoots and there are so many weddings in the fall. It's like gorgeous, but craziness. So because of that, ever since August 24th, I've been photographing weddings and trying to edit as much as I can. Because let me tell you what, time is ticking and the holiday season is coming up quicker than I would like. I am going to be honest with you guys, I am so not a winter person. Like, oh, I just don't like winter. (laughs) And I think, and before you start judging me and think I am an Uncle Scrooge, I don't like winter because of three things. One, It's the end of a year, and I'm very much so a chapter person. I don't do well with change, and I just love reminiscing on certain points of life and, like, living in that moment. So when a chapter closes, it's very hard for me emotionally. Also, I hate being cold, so I really don't love the winter. Now, some of you probably remember that I grew up being a figure skater my whole life, so you're probably wondering... If I don't like the cold, how could I like to figure skate? So it's just different. (laughs) There's no wind on the ice. So when there's no wind, it's like you don't really get that cold because you're skating and moving and exercising. Anyways, getting off on a side tangent, but ice skating was fine. Winter is different. So, and also thirdly, I don't like winter because my birthday is in December and I honestly hate getting older. So, so as much as birthdays are awesome, I truly despise my birthday. I just hate getting older. I'm sorry. I just, I don't know. I just can't wrap my brain around loving birthdays for some reason. So, Yeah, that's pretty much why I don't like winter in a nutshell. But I love decorating for Christmas, and you guys know that, so that's an upside to the winter. Just saying. Gotta find something to look on the bright side. And Christmas decorating is definitely my winter bright side. So, kind of excited about that. (laughs) And also, I have to admit that as much as I wanted to be on top of this this year... I told myself I was not going to leave the kitchen Christmas tree up, and I did. (laughs) I think time just got away from me, and no shame, I've accepted it. Moving on, still have my gold kitchen Christmas tree up. It is what it is. 
So moving on from that, I guess that's just one less tree I have to put up come the day after Thanksgiving. So, I mean, that's a good thing, right? It's less work. I'm just going to say that. (laughs) So this episode is actually not about how much I don't like winter, but it's actually about senior portrait sessions. And I've got four tips and tricks coming your way for how to maximize your senior portrait experience and get the best photos of yourself that you possibly can. So I kind of wanted to touch base on the fact that because I'm so busy in the fall, it is engagement session season, wedding season, and high school senior portrait season for sure. And when the leaves start to change, that's when the sessions are like, crazy madhouse because everyone's trying to get their sessions in before the leaves fall. And hey, I don't blame you. It's a gorgeous time of year, so you want to take advantage of that. So just a little senior portrait session prep. Oh, and by the way, because I didn't give you an episode last week, I'm giving you a two-for-one special this week. So episode 14, which is the one you're currently listening to, and episode 15 are going to be released at the same time. So just so you know, you've got two to catch up on now, and I hope you love episode 15 because it's an interview, and I can't wait for you guys to meet who I'm interviewing. So without further ado, let's dive into this episode. So as I mentioned, four tips and tricks about senior portrait sessions and how to rock your session. If you are not a senior or a junior or even in high school at all, and you know someone who is going to be graduating soon, share this episode with them so they can tune in and hear the awesome tips that I'm going to share because they will help their senior portrait session experience so much. So if you're not a senior, don't tune out, but actually share this episode with someone who you love or who you know who is going to be graduating soon. I'm sure they will thank you for it later. So diving right into it, tip number one, I compiled these four tips based on questions I get asked the most about senior portrait sessions. So number one, I always get asked about what to wear. So I want to kind of expand upon this. And my first tip is wear something you're going to feel comfortable in. Because if you don't like what you're wearing, you're not going to like how you look in the photos. And if you don't like how you look in the photos, you're going to hate that photo of yourself. I have seen this happen so many times and I feel so bad when this happens to seniors. They just don't feel comfortable in what they're wearing or maybe they picked an outfit that they don't feel represents their personality or maybe they picked a bad color choice. Any one of those things can influence how they are photographed and how they feel in the photo. So definitely pick something that you feel comfortable in, pick something that represents your style and your personality. Don't just try to wear something that you think is on trend or that you think your friends are gonna think is cool. Wear something that truly represents you. Now I know you can't see me in a podcast, you can only hear me, but if you could see me, you would know that I am totally not the type of person that ever matches my clothes. I mean, I do match, but I match in a mismatched way if you want to call it that. So (laughs) I tend to love crazy pants. Crazy pants is just something that I am obsessed with. I just love crazy pants. So 
Something that would represent my style or make me feel comfortable to be photographed in would be a really cool texture or print on my pants and kind of like a more plain or solid color shirt. And then I would probably do some fun accessories and maybe like a shawl or I don't really know what those things are even called, but I totally wear them all the time. I guess they're kind of like a kimono, I would call it. I know you guys have seen them, so you probably know what I'm talking about, but I'm just calling it the wrong thing. So like a three quarter length sleeve kimono that's just like a light material just to lay over something because layers are amazing in photographs amazing. I can't stress that enough. So the more that you layer, which I'm getting into point two, so tip two, the more you layer and the more you accessorize, oh, the better the photos are going to look. Seriously. One of the great things about cold weather photo shoots like in the fall is that you can accessorize by having cute boots or like those riding boots that go up to like knee high. Those photographs so cute with a pair of leggings or a pair of uh, skinny jeans tucked in. Maybe even a really cute like long pair of socks kind of sticking out just a tad for like a boot cuff. Um, it's also so fun to wear cardigans or sweaters or scarves. And in the fall you get to really put on those extra layers and give a little extra texture to your photographs. It's totally going to show up. I definitely love sweater patterns in photos, but you have to be careful with sweaters because personally, I feel that I look a little bit chunky in sweaters and I have to wear like a thin sweater or just a long cardigan. I'm a huge fan of, and this is totally not an ad, but I'm a huge fan of Old Navy cardigans and Old Navy sweaters. They actually have a coatigan also, which is just like a heavy, heavier cardigan. So it's kind of like you could wear it as a coat in the fall too. It's light enough for that. So you're not going to get like sweaty. But oh my gosh, I'm obsessed with cardigans and sweaters from Old Navy. I have so many dusters that I'll wear like skinny jeans or like black skinny jeggings and I will wear those with like a cute pair of short booties and a long cardigan. There's this forest green color one that I have from there that I got last year that I'm obsessed with and it's open front, no buttons. It's got two front pockets. They're like the perfect height for you to put your hand kind of right on your hip so it's got those pockets and I layer that with like a gray, um, they have these shirts that are called like Lux Tanks, that's L-U-X-E, tank tops. And those are made of like a super soft material and they're kind of like a swing tank top. So they move, they don't stick to you. So you never feel like your shirt is like clinging to your body. That's something that I hate. I'm just more of a loose-fitting clothing person in general, and I've always kind of been that way. So I just accessorize and I dress according to what I feel comfortable in, and then I add a scarf. I love scarves. So that would be like a perfect example of a really cool fall outfit. You can still see your figure because you're wearing a skinny jean or a jegging, but 
when you layer the cardigan over top, it just adds like an extra dimension of texture. If you add a scarf, if you add big chunky earrings or like even small earrings, but they just have like a really cool look to them. You could even add a necklace. Anything like that is just gonna elevate your photo and it's really gonna pop. So tip number two is don't be afraid to layer and add texture because texture always looks amazing in a photograph especially when there are chunky, crispy leaves in the background that are all on the grass. Texture is perfect for that. So tip number three is to overdo your makeup just a tad. Now I don't want you to do a ton of crazy makeup so that you end up feeling and looking like a clown. No, that is not what I'm saying. So please don't be scared of this, but just add a little more makeup than you normally would. Now I don't mean foundation. I'm kind of only talking about eyeshadow and like a little bit of blush or like some nice highlighter and a really soft lip that is pretty close to your natural color if you're going for a natural look, but just something to kind of deepen your tones a little bit. In the fall, a lot of times, especially in front of the camera, we do have this kind of diffused overcast light, which is absolutely perfect for photos. There's no harsh shadows. There's no bright sunlight from the midday sun kind of giving like these terrible under eye shadows or like under nose shadows. There's just beautiful diffused light and the fall is totally known for that, which is another reason why photographers love the fall so much. So the problem with this light is sometimes it softens our features a little bit too much. And what I mean by that is sometimes your makeup can appear washed out or just not dark enough and it looks like you're wearing less makeup than you really are in the photo. So for example, if you do a light nude color smoky eye, for example, like with the Urban Decay Naked palette or something along those lines, and you're trying to go for a more natural look, that's perfectly fine. I love that. However, I would definitely recommend going a tad bit darker in the crease or in the actual smoky part and maybe layer up that mascara a little bit thicker so that your mascara and your eyeliner really pops. There's nothing worse than looking at a photo of yourself and feeling like you look washed out. So definitely something to think about is just adding a little bit more makeup than you normally would. Not to the point where you don't recognize yourself, just to the point where you love the way you look in your photos and you don't feel washed out. Now, I realize that I'm coming to point number four, but there's one thing I want to touch on, and that is actually like a little bonus point. It kind of relates more to point number one, but since this episode has been one giant take and I've just been ranting and I haven't stopped, <laughs> I haven't stopped recording, um, I'm going to add this in right now as a little bonus tip. So point number three and a half <laughs> is actually... Think about your color choices when you're picking your outfits. So what I mean by that is this. When you're picking an outfit that you feel comfortable in, that you love the way you look in, and that you want to be photographed in, something that really represents you and your personal style, think about your color choices. What I mean by this is this. 
If there are gorgeous oranges, browns, reds, and yellows on the leaves that you're using as your backgrounds, even dark greens if some of the leaves haven't changed yet, to really play into that autumn tone, think about wearing jewel tones. I would not recommend wearing bright stark white because bright white tends to really look off with the fall colors. A cream or a beige or an ivory will really warm up your face and play with those fall tones and really enhance every part of everything. It'll enhance you and it'll enhance the backgrounds. So I would definitely say don't do white, but opt for a cream or an ivory instead. Also, the jewel tones that I previously mentioned are gonna be a cobalt sapphire blue, a dark plum wine color, a red burgundy, really, really rich, kind of like a cranberry. You're gonna to want to do a rust orange and a goldenrod yellow or a mustard seed yellow. Those colors, as well as dark brown and black, always look amazing in the fall. You can never go wrong with any of those color choices. I would not recommend wearing fun highlighter colors like neon green or bright yellow because if you do, or even hot pink, because if you wear those, that's going to fight with the colors in the background and you're going to be very distracted from your background and what you're wearing and you're not going to like the way you look. So stay away from those colors and focus more on the dark, rich jewel tones that will really enhance your natural skin tone as well as the background. Tip number four is don't be scared. <laughs> Sounds silly to say this, but so many people are camera shy and I'm shy in front of the camera myself, so I totally understand. But my best advice is do not be shy. Don't be scared. I'm not going to bite. And if I'm not your photographer, find a photographer who you feel comfortable with and who you feel like really represents the type of work that you love looking at. Make sure that you love other people's senior portraits that you've seen that have been photographed by the photographer that you're choosing. Because if you love those portraits, chances are good you're going to love the way that the photographer photographs you as well. So always pay attention to their work and find someone who you really connect with based on their work and based on how they make you feel. So tip number four, don't be scared. Now I'm going to expand upon that for a second. If you are shy and totally scared about having your photo taken, it's going to show in how you're posing. Your photos are going to feel forced and you're going to look like you didn't have a fun time and like you hate your life. And that's the exact opposite of what we want you to feel, especially me. I never want my photography subjects to feel that way. I am a big person who values encouragement and positive reinforcement as I'm photographing. So if there's something that doesn't look right or if like your hand placement looks off or if maybe your pose looks a little bit forced, I will fix it and I will pose you in a way that's going to really show off your natural beauty and you won't look silly, I promise. Sometimes I'll have you do like a running pose or a walking pose and it's going to feel so silly, but if we laugh through it, it'll look so natural and it'll be more of a candid 
pose that will show off your personality. I'm a giant fan of personality photos. And when someone tells me they really feel like I captured their personality in their photographs, that is a huge win for me. And it is such a compliment. So that's what I strive for whenever I'm photographing. No matter if it's a high school senior, a couple, or a wedding, I always want people to love the way they look. So trust me, we're going to have a fun time and don't be scared because I promise you're going to love the way you look if you just follow those four tips. Well, actually, there was a half tip in there too. So if you follow those four and a half tips, you're going to love your senior portraits. Thank you so much for listening to this episode, and that's all I have for now, but don't go too far because you need to tune into episode 15 and listen to my really awesome friend, Corinne, and the interview I did with her about her amazing business. You're not going to want to miss it. As always, thanks so much for the love and support, and I'm so grateful that you guys tune in every single week to listen to the podcast. And if you wouldn't mind leaving a review for me in Apple Podcasts, I would absolutely love it. I promise I read every single review, and it seriously gives me so much joy to continue this podcast when I know that you're enjoying the content and it's helping others. So thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. And if you do leave a review, don't forget to screenshot your review and post it on your Instagram story and tag me at Sarah Ann Johnson. And I will see that and shout you out on my Instagram and personally thank you. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Have a great rest of your week. And I hope you enjoyed this two for one special of episode 14 and 15. Did you love our little hangout sesh? I know I did. So if you're living for it just as much as I am, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and download every new episode that comes out. As always, thanks for listening. And remember, make sure whatever you do in life, you're living for it.